Growing your business is tough, but don't worry, we've got you covered. We interview industry experts on how they've solved their most challenging business problems in SaaS or e-commerce. No fluff, just step-by-step playbooks to help you dominate your market and crush the competition. This is the How We Solve Podcast. Here's your host. Hey everyone, Dave here with the How We Solve Podcast. I am talking today with Adi Arazini, co-founder and CEO of Teamy Blends. Teamy is a lifestyle brand that creates wellness and skincare products inspired by the health benefits of tea. Adi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Dave? I'm doing quite well. Thanks so much for joining us. Excited to talk about your brand, learn more about it, your story. I have a sense that there's going to be some inspiration coming. I think your story is unique. So I'd like to hear a little bit about how you got started, what the process was like into starting Teamy Blends, where the idea came from and, and everything. Yeah, well, the idea mainly came from a problem that I was looking to solve for myself, which a lot of businesses end up starting that way, which I find very, very interesting. I was in the army. And when I was in the army, I started having really bad bloating and digestive issues, like so bad that I looked like I was five months pregnant at all times. And I just couldn't get rid of my bloating and my digestion just was not in a good place. And that really affected my mood, my energy levels. I was fatigued all the time and I felt really not confident in my body. So when I got out of the military, when I finished my contract, I started looking for natural solutions to this problem. And that's what geared me toward, you know, trying to find teas and herbs that would help my gut health and help my digestion. Got it. So a couple of questions. First of all, if you don't mind me asking, were you in the military in the U.S. or Israel? I was in the military in Israel. Very cool. Okay. And what's it like being in the military there and also being a woman? In Israel, it's mandatory. So I volunteered because I'm an American citizen, but you know, women and men both serve and it's a, more of a pride point. If you're living in that country, you serve your country. And it was a, it was a great experience. Great. And it's about two years or so. Is that right? Yes. Women do two years and men do three years. Interesting. Very cool. Back to business. So you said you, you were struggling with some health issues and you were looking for some herbal natural solutions. I'm sure there's a lot of people who have been in that situation before. They have some problems. They're not really sure how to kind of go about solving them. What was your approach to you know research and, and trying different products? Yeah. In the beginning, number one, I was, a, I was a personal trainer. And so I felt like I should not be having this problem. If I'm training others and I'm around the health and wellness field, like I need to set a good example and I need to be able to solve my own problem. So I went through the process of elimination of like, maybe I'm not drinking enough water. So I started drinking more water. Maybe I'm not eating enough fiber. So I started doing that. Maybe I need to cut out dairy or gluten, or I went through all these processes to see what would work. And over time, my digestion did get better, but it was never resolved. I couldn't eat out at restaurants because I know how I knew that I would feel really bad afterwards. So I started researching at first by uh, reading a lot of books. And a lot of those books had to do with digestion, the intestines, the intestinal tract, and pooping. That's what I was reading about, which was kind of funny. What affects the body in the digestion? Why is it so important? And a lot of these books would mention herbs and teas as natural supplements. And so I was like, great. Well, let me just head on over to my local Whole Foods and get myself some tea. And a lot of these teas, they're in the, you know, five to $8 range. And they say kidney cleanse and liver cleanse and 
detox. And I was like, perfect. This is exactly what they're talking about in the book. This is exactly what I need. So I bought all these teas and I drank them every day and nothing happened for me. My digestion didn't get better. I, I didn't feel any different. And I was drinking these teas every day. And that's when I knew that it had to be a quality of the product problem. That's when I started really looking into what is the quality of these ingredients. So what did you find? What do you think it was about those teas? Was it you know some sort of additives that they put in there? Or was it the tea itself? Like what, what makes you feel that those weren't at the quality standards that were necessary to actually solve the problem they claimed? Well, those teas, they're, they're powders and they're not the full leaf themselves. So the way that tea is usually cultivated is that it gets picked from the fields and then it gets dried and it gets dried on these really big lines. And even in these drying period, you'll have little particles of the leaves that will fall on the ground and they're powder. And they kind of sweep all those up and they put them in a tea bag and you're, you're drinking kind of the leftover pieces of the main tea leaf. When you're drinking the entire tea leaf, that is when you're getting the benefits from the product. So that's where loose leaf tea and high quality premium teas really started being more popular because they provided real benefit. Got it. Okay. So I'm, I'm sensing this is maybe where Teamy kind of comes in that you start maybe experimenting with some of your own blends. Is that correct? Right. My partner and I we would order ingredients and we would blend them together until we were able to come up with a formula that really helped my digestion, that really helped my bloating. And it was a formula that you know, had a tea in the morning and a tea at night. And it was a 30-day program. It wasn't a one-day program. There's no magic pill for anything. And even 30 days is, is a relatively short amount of time to help solve such a problem that so many of us go through. And uh, we tweaked the formula until it worked for me. And once it worked for me, then we felt confident that we could take it out and sell it to our friends and family. And uh, how did it go for them? It was great. Everyone had rave results and, you know, people were experiencing much healthier digestion, better energy, better moods, and overall feeling lighter and more confident in their own bodies because they're not dealing with this perpetual, continuous digestion issue and bloating issue. And so we were just getting rave feedback from so many people. That's super cool. So you mentioned it was like a 30-day program. And I was going to ask, like, you know, is this sort of the type of thing where you have a glass of tea and the next day you feel great? Or or how does it work? What about also after the 30 days? I mean, is the expectation that, you know, you're on this quote unquote program for life just because this is a problem that you have and if you stop drinking the tea or whatever it is solving it, it'll just go back to normal? Or is it sort of like there's this de- detoxification period for kind of one month and then it becomes more less? I don't know. Yeah. You know, everybody has a completely unique experience, but with the detox program, for example, there's people that do it back to back for three months because that's what they feel that they need in order to fully detox. Then we have customers that do it every other month, right? And there's customers that might do it three times a year. So it's really a per need basis. So if you feel after the 30 days, wow, I feel amazing. And I'm totally feeling like I have a clean slate. My body got a total reset. And now I feel like I'm good. Then the person doesn't need to continue with the program. We're not 
making them dependent on the program that wasn't the purpose. But if they feel that they need to use it again and again and again, they absolutely should. I personally use the detox program probably six times a year. Cool. Okay. Interesting. You know, you talked about using yourself as, uh, for lack of a better word, a guinea pig to kind of learn about the product and stuff like that. You know, after you sort of solve your problems, is it become difficult to test new products and things like that? How do you kind of go about that? We decided to expand our product line. The first thing that we did is because we created loose leaf tea, we created these really cool tumblers that you can drink your tea on the go that have a strainer that are BPA free. And that really took our brand to the next level because there would be people walking around with this really beautiful bottle that had our logo on it. And so we, we created other tea blends that we believed people needed in their life. And over the last seven years that Teamy has been around, our brand has drastically changed from our best-selling detox program to other tea blends where now we create tea-infused plant-based skincare and tea-infused plant-based wellness powders because our company was never meant to be a tea company. We're not like anti-coffee drinkers, you know? My husband lives in, in Portland, Oregon. We love craft coffee. There's nothing wrong with loving coffee and we're not trying to replace that if that's what you prefer. We're more trying to add herbs and add tea ingredients into your life and help solve these different areas. It's been a drastic uh, kind of transformation over the years to a true lifestyle brand that helps our customer in each area of their of their life. That's great. I want to talk at some point about you know the introduction of these other products, like you mentioned skincare, but before that, a little bit of marketing. So you alluded to something which I think was sort of having the beautiful bottle with the branding created maybe a word of mouth effect. Tell me a little bit about how you got the business off the ground, beyond friends and family, promoted it. Yeah. So I had the products in my house, in my bedroom, to be quite honest, in these blue bins. And I was shipping out orders every day. I was doing the customer service. I was doing everything myself. But the real question is, how do I get people to come to my website? How do I get people to shop my products? When, especially when no one knows me, I don't have a marketing ad budget. I don't, I'm, I was 23 years old at the time. I'm not going to get, you know, investors at this point. And I also can't walk into like a Whole Foods and ask them to pick up my product. So there was just so many things that I could not do because I didn't have any sales. I didn't have any experience. And uh, that's when I, I took really to posting on Instagram and building up. And I'm not an influencer and I don't want anyone here listening to this thinking that because that is not how I made my products popular. I focused only on the business and only on the brand. But at the time, six, seven years ago, Instagram didn't exist like it does today at all. There was no shopping. There was none of these features existed. And it was felt to me like an open forum where I could talk to people that had gut health or bloating or digestive issues. And that's how I started to get people to come to my website. Got it. Instagram for sure. A lot of people maybe listening are wondering about how to sort of grow their Instagram following and, and what the best approach is. Any tips perhaps that you learned along the way that that you would recommend to somebody starting out promoting their brand on, on Instagram? You know, there's the, the side of influencer marketing, which has been kind of critical for our brand's growth. But as far as the branding side, the internal side, 
one thing that we're pretty religious about is that we post every single day and we post like three times a day. For new brands starting, I would just say post one time a day, like just get out there and post. I think that a lot of people have this weird concept like, oh, maybe I'm going to annoy my followers or maybe I'm I'm posting too much, but there is no such thing. So post every day, post on your stories and, and really be there and, and communicate to your audience. You mentioned influencer marketing as, as being critical. Can you tell us a little bit about you know what that is, what that has meant, in, at least in the case of your business and how you've gone about it? Yeah, we could never have gotten to where we are today without really focusing and doubling down on influencer marketing because of the fact that we didn't have any we didn't have any trust from the audience so how do I, how do i get trust from customers to take a chance on my product and the way that i had found at the time was to put my product in the hands of others that people trusted and to work with them and to build relationships so you know, fast forward to today, we we work with over a thousand influencers every month, all from micro to macro to celebrities to really get the word out about our products because we know that our products are good. We know that we have a great brand. We know that our products are effective. So that was really our marketing funnel to get people to find out about us, come to our website and purchase our products. That's great. I'd love to demystify this a bit. I think sometimes people, when they talk about influencer marketing, it's like, well, what do I do? Do I just kind of like message the person and say, hey, do you want to you know, show my product to your audience or something? Partly that is kind of true. But some of the early influencers that you worked with, you know, how did you approach them? What was kind of like the pitch? What, what did you feel was in it for them? What was in it for you? Influencers are, it's almost like any other kind of contract relationship that you would do with anyone. It does differ between micro to macro, but yeah, you would email them, introduce yourself. You would have to tell them what it is about your product that you think aligns with their lifestyle, but you have to be very, very personalized. If you're sending out just templates with no personalization, you're definitely not going to grab their attention, especially if they're a popular influencer. And you want to really focus in on what you think is important to them. And once they agree that they will uh, try out your product and promote it, you as the business owner have to make sure that that review actually does occur and that it's not, you don't just send people product and expect that they post because it's not going to happen. So you need to follow up. Hey, did you receive the product? Did you try it yet? Let me know when you try it. it it's a lot of you know two-way communication and relationship building. And it is a lot of like legwork. It's not some automatic thing. It takes hours and hours and hours of finding the influencer, contacting them, getting them to respond, getting them to agree to your product or to your brand. And if they don't agree, then you have to handle their objections. Why, are, why don't they want to represent our skincare products? And how can we overcome that? And then you have to get to the end of it, which is for them to actually post about it. And make sure that that's good. It's a lot of it's a lot of management. Yeah, it sums it up. You know, a typical common criticism of influencer marketing is, you know, how do I know it's actually producing results? How do I know people are seeing it coming to the website? That it's actually, you know, sometimes these influencers want to be paid. Actually, often they do. How do you measure the results? Was that a concern of yours when you were first starting? How did you get over that that hump? Yeah, in the beginning, I only worked with micro influencers, so I only worked with people that 
were paid commission based off of their sales. And that's really important because then you can really build a relationship that's built off of a two-way street and not necessarily pay to play. The only thing that you're risking there is your shipping costs and your cost of goods and the time that you spend on that. You can measure it with uh, discount codes. And I started measuring it and I kept it all in an Excel spreadsheet and I would see which types of influencers would drive sales. Now I can't count, I can't track clicks. I can't track all that stuff. I can see traffic on my website. I can see that it came from Instagram. So I can see that traffic is being driven to the website through that. And the only thing that I can see is like a last, a last click sale through the discount code. That's how we tracked it in the beginning. And we still track it today on the influencer marketing channel. Got it. And are there any apps or tools or marketplaces that you may recommend uh, in that space? We actually created our own software to, to manage and track our influencer marketing. It's not something that we sell to anybody else. It's just something that because we work with over a thousand influencers a month, we need something to, you know, to simplify and streamline the process. But there are other apps. For example, there's one called Grin. There's one called Upfluence, which I just heard about. So there's lots of these different apps that can help you manage your influencer marketing. I don't think that any of them are 100% perfect, but they do help you not use necessarily an Excel spreadsheet to manage your accounts. Very cool. Sounds like maybe you should sell that app to some people. I bet a lot of people would be interested in it. I just don't have the time. It's, it's also not my purpose, you know, like my purpose is to help people with their wellness and with their beauty using plant-based products. So. That's where my true purpose lies. Maybe one day. Fair enough. Just, you know, quickly now going into some of the other product lines, you talked about skincare. You know, where did the idea come for branching out beyond, obviously, I don't hate, I hate to say consumables, but I guess whatever the word is that would be appropriate in that case. And what was sort of the first product that you kind of came up with that was sort of different from your main kind of go-to line? We had like one main bestseller, which was our detox program. And people just loved it so much because of how it changed their life. And then they would try our other teas that we would have. But I felt like the brand was really becoming like a tea company. We had so many tea offerings and it was not really the original vision, except that's what I had ended up creating. So three years in, three and a half years in, I, I looked around at my at my company, at my products. And I was like, this is not really the vision. This isn't really what I want to do. I don't want to be known as a tea company because we're not, we're a lifestyle brand. So what I did is I, I went to my community on Instagram and I, and I said to them, Hey guys, you know, like what other problems do you have in your life that you need help solving? And a lot of them came back and said, natural skincare. They were looking for skincare, but they were looking for skincare that really was effective. And that's been a big concern of people switching from chemical-based skincare to natural skincare is really, will it really work? So I set out to create skincare that did. And I created two products, our green tea detox mask and our green tea facial scrub. And we just had like rave like response from our customers. They loved it. They loved the, the results from it, which was the biggest deal. And that's what kind of like moved us to this skincare area. And it's been since 2017, that's when we launched our two skincare products. And now we have like a full line, which is really cool. 
That's awesome. I want to highlight something you said that could be like easily overlooked, which is that you asked your audience what they wanted. I think that's really the big one because a lot of people in your shoes may have just said, hey, why don't we just put this out? See what happens. If you already have the audience, why not ask them what they would like and then and then make that right? That way, you know, you already have a market for it. So yeah, just sort of something that could be easily overlooked. And we spoke that today heavily, even on a weekly basis, or I might show them a product I'm making and ask them, you know, which color do you like best? Or, hey, we're making another protein powder flavor. What would you like? This makes the customer feel involved in the journey because Timi is always growing and they make it makes them feel like they have a say in what we do. Yeah, for sure. It's great for engagement as well. So what's next for the company? We are heavily focused in 2021 on bringing more skincare products to our line. We have a, a moisturizer launching. We're very excited about that because that's something our community really wants. And focusing also on more wellness powders. You know, we we go, the company evolves based on what we see our customers purchasing and what they're saying. So, you know, if you would have told me a year ago that I would have our own plant-based protein, I would have, I could have never predicted that for you. But we see that they are wanting it. So that's why we heavily invest in asking our customers. So I, I think we're going to see more wellness powders. I think we're going to see more skincare. And I would love to even branch out into some vitamin supplements like digestive enzymes, fiber, probiotics. And those are other areas to help our customer achieve this, the results that they're looking for. Super cool. Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing that as well. For people who want to learn more about you, Timmy, where should they go? They should visit our website, www.teamyblends.com or check us out on Instagram at teamyblends with an I. You can always check me out at Adi Arizini, but I'm just the CEO behind the whole thing. Thanks so much for joining us, Adi, and talking about tea and lifestyle and wellness and what we can all do to kind of improve our own bodies. Pleasure. You too. Is your sales team spending too much time researching leads and accounts? We take over all the labor-intensive sales development tasks so your team can focus on building relationships and closing more deals. We don't just build lists. We take a strategic research-based approach to find your team qualified leads every day. Ready to start? Schedule your free consultation at taskdrive.com. That's T-A-S-K-D-R-I-V-E dot com. Thanks for listening to the How We Solve podcast. Dominate your market and crush the competition with our step-by-step playbooks. Subscribe right now in your favorite podcast player or visit howwesolve.com.